Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription. Trust me. Mm. If you don't, you will fall out of balance. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Welcome back, everybody, to the Birdies and Bourbon show. Uh, Monty Ortel, executive director of the, I'm going to get this right, the Mitsubishi Electric Classic. It's going to be held in uh, Duluth, Georgia, May the 10th through the 16th, I believe. It is uh, it's for the Champions Tour. So, uh, Monty, thanks for coming on, man. We appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me on. I was just, uh, I love your backdrop and I love the format of this uh, conversation. So uh, thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Uh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah, it should be, uh, should be uh, pretty fun. I think there's some things uh, you're changing up with the tournament a little bit this year. But before we get into that, um, I think what in 2019 uh, you were or accepted the position of the executive director uh, for the Gwinnett area sports uh i may be butchering that up a little bit but i'll pass it over to you in just a second but you've been affiliated with the um uh with the mitsubishi tournament there for i don't know seven or eight years now i guess yeah so i so i joined i joined in 16 uh in 2016 uh came down here uh in september uh from the greenbrier classic which is up in west virginia uh, as the executive director up there and, and came down here to a, a really uh, good event, established event. Uh, and it's been nice to be here ever since. So it's been one of those things where your career, you never kind of know where your career path has taken you. Uh, and thrilled to be here in Atlanta and Gwinnett County is, is a tremendous place to raise a family. And uh, pleased, pleased to be uh, associated with not only the Mitsubishi Electric Classic, but also uh, back in, uh, and you referenced it in 2019, just two years ago, um, kind of got the head of uh, the executive director role with the Gwinnett Sports Commission as well. And that's been uh, an interesting time over the last 12 months to uh, navigate through uh, that uh, and those responsibilities. But it's been fun. It's been a great great time down here in this area and the family loves it. Awesome. Yeah. I, I can imagine it's like, uh, you know, you, you, you're waiting to get the job. Okay. I've got the job. Everything's going smooth. It's going great. And then March, 2020 rolls up and it's like, Whoa, that's not what I signed up for. It's not what any of us signed up for. Right. But I, I could imagine just the, the hangups that that probably tossed you not, not only in the gut, cause you're, you're affiliated in the Gwinnett area, not just, uh, not golf specific. Right. I mean, it's all sports in the, in the Gwinnett area. Correct. It's the it, it's really what it is, is uh, you're generating uh, uh, economic impact through sports. So uh, we've been very fortunate here in Gwinnett County to have a professional uh, hockey team uh, associated with the uh, playing here in the arena. Uh, we've got the Gwinnett Stripers, which is the AAA affiliate of the Atlanta Braves. We've got uh, Georgia Swarm, which is the uh, professional indoor lacrosse um, uh, team here. That plays out of the arena as well, and so it's been a nice, uh, you know, those are kind of the things along with the Mitsubishi Electric Classic. But really, most of our time and effort is generating outside groups to come in and host, whether it's tournaments, whether it's soccer tournaments, whether it's lacrosse tournaments uh, here to Gwinnett County, utilizing our facilities, whether it's our great parks and recs uh, facilities, our facilities that we own and operate um, here at the arena or at a Cool Ray Field. Uh, so it's kind of a mix of everything. And so we've, we've got a landscape that um, really is 
all sports, anything that is outside of the county, bringing them in uh, to drive an economic impact to the county. So it's been um, obviously uh, travel and restrictions and, you know, the, the, the taboo of getting, getting together in close spaces sure. is, is uh, kind of frowned upon right now. But we've got some great facilities within our county and uh, it's, we're, we're seeing that uptick come. It, it'll, it'll come sooner than later. Yeah, and so my apologies. I, I don't think the uh, the Mitsubishi Electric Classic it didn't happen last year, or, or did it? Correct. It, if yeah. you think about it, it, you know all of the kind of the sports world stopped at the Players Championship. Yeah. If you remember, uh, it, you know they played the first round and they played the second round. And they kind of paused it, and no fans, and there was that big. You know, I I, I think the tour handled it very well under the circumstances, and from that point moving forward, we were caught right in the middle of. Uh, you know, our first truck of, of steel and scaffolding was was about ready to leave the yard to start the tournament build here at TPC right. Sugarloaf, and uh, we were we were able to kind of put a pause on everything for a couple of days, and then once the once the decision was made, and it was kind of self evident that we weren't going to play because uh, we were the week after Augusta and uh, after the Masters, and once that was kind of determined. I give kudos to the team here that that we put a plan in place with not only our communication plan, uh, our sponsors, communicating with the players, and it, right on down the line through the 600 volunteers that we had, um, we were able to pivot really well. Even though we didn't play, uh, we were still able to generate charitable giving, and which we're pretty proud of. Um, but it really set us up in a good fashion uh, to go into 2021. So we didn't play last year, but but timing was. You know, a lot of people got stuck in that, you know, they were having a tournament the next week and they right. still had, they had some, they had some major issues. So uh, we were very fortunate if you were to look at it that way and take the positive approach. Uh, we were pretty fortunate on the timing and how we handled it. it yeah. So you mentioned something there and, you know, and, and from a, uh, you know, from, from a fan, right. I mean, I'm obviously, you know, I, I want to go to the tournament. I want to watch the, you know, see the golfers and, you know, I probably most people listening have been to a golf event. If you haven't, you know, it, I think it's a, it, even if you're not a golf fan, just the event in itself and, and the, uh, the, um, uh, the proximity that the you're atmosphere. able to get with the, with the, with the players, the atmosphere, you know, obviously it's outside. I mean, you know, you mentioned it, PGA tours done a fantastic job of kind of keeping that bubble protected and, 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 and really setting, you know, maybe a, a staple or some guidelines for other sports to be able to continue on. Right. March madness. I'm sure your bracket looks like mine, which is uh, not existent at this point, but, uh, but you know, it, it's, it's really, really a, a, a neat event or, or a, it's a, it's a great venue to be able to, uh, you know, kind of get that connection or, or one-to-one with an athlete. Whereas, you know, like, and I'm not knocking football or basketball. I mean, you've got all those things in, in Gwinnett, but just the, uh, you know, the, again, the proximity that you're kind of being able to in, engage, if you will, especially on practice rounds. Uh, you know, they, I mean, you know, they're, they're, they're walking by you, right. Just, uh, you know, within a, within arm's reach from, from the player to the fan. So, so really, really neat there, but um uh, let's for a minute, if you don't mind, we'll we'll hit the uh, uh, pay the bills, right, and talk about uh, the charitable things that that are or the charitable uh, funds that a golf tournament 
generates for the communities that they have it in. And that's where, you know, if people aren't familiar, I mean, that's, you know, PGA nonprofit, right? And, and that's really the, the, the whole premise of what's going on and, and why these things are, you know, kind of, a, I don't want to say they're the lifeline, but definitely lifeblood of a community. And uh, you've got some really uh, some cool things that you guys are doing uh, for the Mitsubishi Electric Classic, which is Children's Healthcare of Atlanta and Special Needs Schools of Gwinnett. So maybe if you can share, like, what's the impact of, of a golf tournament? You, you, know, you mentioned that you were able to still generate those charitable donations for, you know, for your charities. But what, what's the impact look like for a community? You know, and I'm, I'm sure those are things you guys are tracking regularly, right? Yeah. So, I mean, if, if you look at it and, and, you know, for those who, for those individuals that just show up to a sporting event, whether it's, and I'll just stay in market, right. And Atlanta Braves or the Falcons, this, the business of sport is overlooked by the patron or the guest or the fan, right? There is a, and I always say this, the better we run our business because it is a business, right? You've got revenue, you've got expenses, you've got TV, you've got marketing, you've got advertising, you've got all of these different components. You're running a business for one week and that one week takes 12 months to pull off. Mm -hmm. And so when you talk about the impact to the community, we have a tournament staff that, that runs this tournament and it's not six months. It's not eight months. It's a 12 month process. And so I always say the, the, the better we run our business, the better we can have an impact, a charitable impact to our community. Most, I would say 100% of PGA Tours, whether it's the PGA Tour, PGA Tour Champions, the Corn Ferry Tour, you go down the list. If they're involved with the PGA Tour, there's a charitable component attached to it. So the better we run our business, we're going to net zero at the end of the year, right? When we close our books. Every dollar that we're able to generate through this event gets put directly back into this community, right? Oh, wow. There are some tournaments that, that partner with national um, sure. national charities and, and partners. The commitment before I even got here back in 2012 when they founded, when they formed, formed the R501C3 and those, uh, those members of the board, they wanted those monies and those funds to stay here in Gwinnett County in Atlanta Metro. So that's been something we're very proud of. And since 2013, we've been able to generate almost $2.4 million directly back into this community. So you highlighted Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. A great organization has been involved with, with, with golf here at TPC Sugarloaf from back in the Bell South Classic days and the AT&T Classic days, right? So that was a natural fit for, for our tournament. And then in 2017, uh, our other primary uh, benefiting charity was Special Needs Schools of Gwinnett. There was a connection there with Mitsubishi Electric, uh, our title sponsorship. It's title sponsor. So we were able to weave them into the programming. And both of those entities, right, have benefited tremendously. And I don't want to I don't want to say it's just those those two uh, charities. We have a badges for or birdies for charity program that that benefits six to seven to eight more uh, charities here in our community. So, sure. you know, our, our business is, yes, it's a business, right? We're running a business, but that, that ability to impact our local community is tremendous. And mm -hmm. that's, that's what makes coming to work, you know, feel kind of makes you feel good. And you go into the special needs schools of Gwinnett and you can see what those dollars have 
right. been able to have that impact. And you're getting to see it from double wide trailers to an actual school and a facility right. uh, in a short period of time. So it makes us feel good. It makes our title feel good. And that's the impact, not the economic impact, the charitable impact yep. uh, is makes you feel good. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, th that's kind of where I was going, right? So it's a buy your tickets. Uh, we're we're going to get into the perch in a few minutes and a couple of local breweries that are doing something special for mm -hmm. you guys. Uh, but yeah, hey, buy the tickets, go support the tournament. You know, it's uh, it's definitely a fun. It's going to be in May. Weather should be fantastic. Uh, so yeah, lots of uh, lo lots of positive things. So let's talk about. Uh, let me get this one out of the way. I've been dying to ask you because I, I played it a couple times. Have you played Sugarloaf? Uh, I play it probably more, uh, probably more than my wife would like to. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest with you. Uh, I view golf as two things. One, uh, I love the sport. Two, uh, it's a it's a stress reliever for me. And so uh, we have, you know, the tournament offices here at TPC Sugarloaf. Uh, so it's kind of nice to be able to grab your sticks, uh, go out and, and catch a quick nine before you head home. Shh, don't tell my wife, um, but <laughs> this isn't being recorded. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's one of those things. Yes, I have played TPC Sugarloaf uh, numerous times and and it's interesting because I am an avid golfer and I, I enjoy um, uh, various designs. But when I first played TPC Sugarloaf, I wasn't crazy about it. And, and this was back in uh, the fall of 2016 when I first started here and the more and more I've played and also TPC Sugarloaf just went through a, you know, a three year renovation project on all three nines. And I, I'm, it, it challenges you in a different way that you, more you play it, the more you appreciate um, the design factors. It was designed by Greg Norman, which again, we're not being recorded, right? Um, <laughs> it, it's back and forth on, on Norman designs, but he did a great job here with all three nines and, and really challenges you makes it work, make you work right, left. Um, you got to figure out where you're going to miss. Uh, the green complexes are tremendous. Um, so yes, I've played, I've played Sugarloaf many times. Yeah. Fantastic track. I've played, I think the only, I've played, I don't know, maybe four or five times. It's been at charity. I played Matt Ryan's event out there a couple of years, yes. a couple of times. Uh, Stuart Sink does a few events out there. I played in, I uh, played in a couple of those. I'm trying to think of the other one. I want to say it was Necro, but I, I, I'm thinking that's up, uh, of course, a little up north of there that I played in here. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it, so. Yeah, so I don't think it was that one, but I, I know there's a fifth time. Oh, you know what? I think I played with some, but yeah. So yeah, great golf course. Uh, you know, it's uh, I know what you mean when it's like I don't know if I like it or not. I haven't played it as much as you have. It sounds like, but uh, what a hell of a golf course, man. I mean, it is. It, it's like it, you know that's Sugarloaf to me is one of those places where. You know, you show up with your buddies and and it's like, oh, yeah, we're going to play the tips today. Or, ah, well, let's well, let's just move up one tee box. And it's like you, you really need to know your handicap there. And, and you should play the tee boxes that are commiserate with your handicap. If not, you will not have a good day at Sugarloaf. So here, here's one little quick, quick tid, uh, tidbit here. So in 2013 and again, I was not here. In 2013, uh, the rotation was in, in the, the tournament rotation is stables is the front nine. Yeah. And then Meadows is the back nine. Well, the rules officials, because of the Bell South Classic and the AT&T Classic had been played here for, for many years, they kind of pulled out the old book and said, okay, uh, let's set the tees up here. Let's do this whole location, all that stuff. Well, come to find out, 
2019, there's some par threes, let's say on stables number number eight, you can have a back hole location and a back tee location, and it's going to play 250 on a par three. (laughs) So needless to say, they quickly realized that, again, these guys are really good, but they lack a little bit of that length. Sure. And so there's some tee boxes on that rotation that uh, we don't even set up signage on because we know that competitive rounds, they're not going to play that tee box. That's how tough this golf course can get set up in a hurry. So um, it's tough. It's all you want. Yeah, and the few of the events I've played out there, you know, they've been kind of the, the four-man scramble events, right? So they made it a little more challenging, you know, and it's uh, some of the people that were running on the other competitive athletes. So they were, uh, they were, they were, they were definitely, definitely stretching us out there. Uh, so, so let's talk, um, and I'm going to, I'm going to pick your brain a little bit and maybe you can share for, uh, maybe for the, the, I'm going to call it the amateur uh, golf tournament, but it's somebody that's setting up for maybe a local charity, uh, you know, what have you. And, and they're kind of going through, uh, okay, here, you know, here's, I, I picked my location out. I, I know the time of year. Um, is there like a, I don't know, a punch list, a top three kind of, Hey, a, as a, as someone that's putting on a professional sport, you know, a professional golf tournament like yourself, and obviously you've got a team of people behind you. And it, you know, if you're looking at maybe it's a United way tournament, what have you, and, and, you know, you're still going to have a team of people that's helping you, but you're going to have somebody that's kind of coordinating things, right. Or, or a director, if you will, what, what's the, what's the Monty punch list of, Hey, these are the top, you know, three or five things that you have to do in order to pull off a successful golf tournament so i think i'll put this i'll put my responses in somewhat of a a reference of running a professional golf event sure. because that also applies and you can take those i've got three three things right your staff your tournament staff right you surround people with you surround yourself with people that are better at things than you are right i'm not good on social media Right. I don't have any social media accounts. And you, you think, oh, man, you're out of your mind. Well, I am out of my mind. But the only way I'm keeping my mind is because I'm not on social media. Right. <laughs> sure. So, so you, you, you surround your you surround yourself with people that are experts at things that you lack. Uh, expertise in. I think that's key. And so the way I always build a team is you find out where your weaknesses are and that's kind of a sign of a, a good leader is figuring out what are you weak at and fill those gaps, right? So creating a team around you that can um, activate or execute certain things at a very high level. So that's number one. Number two is I think I think it's important whether it's a, a United Way Monday outing, right? Well, United Way, which would be the title sponsor, right? For us, it's Mitsubishi Electric. Mm-hmm. And you've got to have an engaging title sponsor that's fully on, right? That's fully supportive. That's willing to go ahead and assist you in areas that you can take it this far. You need a little help taking it a little bit further. So engaging, have an engaging title sponsor or partner that have the same goals that you have, right? So that's number two. And that can be applied across the board. It doesn't matter if it's a Monday outing or if it's running a PGA tour event. You know, we just played uh, what last this past weekend, the Honda Classic, right? Mm-hmm. Honda is the longest running title sponsor on the PGA Tour. Hmm. 
And that, that. That's, that's amazing, right? Mm-hmm. People don't realize that, but they're committed. They they know what a great event is. They love the association with the PGA Tour, and they're willing to do and continue put on a great event. So that's number two. Number three is no matter what you do, you got to have community support, right? It doesn't matter if you're looking for 600 volunteers or 6,000 volunteers. You've got to have a community support. You got to go into the market, right? Your local market for sponsorships. That's huge, right? If you're hosting an event and the community is not behind you, you might as well forget it, right? You might as well forget it. So it's your job as an event operator to go ahead and say, this is what we're doing. This is what we're trying to do for the area, right? This is what we're trying to do for our, for our nonprofits. And we need full support. And this is how you can get involved, right? So that's, 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 a, that's a punch list that, that I think is, um, applies across the board, whether you're running a Monday outing for a baseball team to go to New York for, for a summer tournament or you're running a PGA Tour event. Those three elements, right? Staff, engaging title sponsor, and community support. If you've got those three, it's hard to mess that up. Yeah, Very cool. it would definitely makes it a lot easier on, uh, on yourself, right? So. Hey, this is Pete Charleston, president of Golf Logics, and you're listening to Birdies and Bourbon. So, so as the director, I'm sure you don't have any. Uh, I'm sure you don't have any any favorites. Well, let, let me rephrase that. I'm sure you don't have anybody picked to win the tournament yet. Um, but uh, do you have any favorites? I mean, when you so when you're, and I guess this is a two part question. Is one so as as you, you know you're facilitating or directing the event. Are you responsible for attracting the players or and then and, and or who is? And then from that, are you, you know, when do you get excited when you see the, um, uh, cause I don't, they don't have to, uh, I know you've got some people that have already accepted or they're showing up. I think all of your past seven, uh, Correct. champions are going to make it back, which right. uh, that, that's a hell of a lineup. It just, it's a, I'd show up just to see those guys at the course. Uh, but is there, you know, is there anybody like, Ooh, you know, I, I want, hope this guy makes it, or, you know, is this guy going to, going to make it? And then is, is there any, you know, kind of, uh, I'll say courting to, Ooh, this guy didn't accept, or, you know, they, they haven't, they're on the edge. What does that look like from your side? Yeah. So uh, good question. And, and, uh, you know, I, there's, there's, there's two different things. So it, it would be the director, right? That, that is the face of the relate the, the face and have the relationships with the players. My ops guy isn't, isn't uh, going to be roaming the range in another tournament right. uh, trying to recruit John Daly. Right. Sure. So, so that being said, but there's, there's almost two different buckets because of my past experience with the PGA tour, right. Where you have, a full schedule. We've got what, 50, 48, 46 PGA tour events every single week. There's a tournament, yeah. whether it's a major, a world golf championship event, uh, an invitational or a co-sanctioned, just a regular event. Mm. So in that world, the player recruiting piece of it takes on a different life of its own. Right. And you and me, and, and we're, we're trying to, we work nine to five and we're, five days a week. Right. But we have vacation, right. 
We have vacation. These guys aren't can't look at their schedule and go, I'm going to play all 48 events or 46 events or 42 events. That's just not possible, especially at a high level. So you got to look at the schedule on the PGA tour. And there are some events that won't have like the Honda classic. Right. Uh, didn't have, I, th- I think I read somewhere that they didn't have anybody from one to 14. I think 14th in the official world rankings was the highest ranked player in their field. That's, that's bizarre for the Honda Classic. They yeah, typically man. draw um, a, a great field, which, again, the field is still great, but yet that tournament, how do I know that? Is because there was an article written about it. Right, right, right. So it's a very – and I, I take more on the, uh, the tournament side where it is a challenge to get the best players you can if you're not a major, if you're not a World Golf Championship event. Um, and so you do have to work – harder to say listen does this fit your schedule this is what we've got to offer um again there's no compensation i can't go to a player say i'm gonna get a hundred thousand dollars playing our tournament you can't do that right so how are you making your event appealing whether it's scheduled golf course or what you're providing for uh free dry claiming i don't know maybe that moves the needle for you I don't, I don't think it does, but <laughs> so on the PGA tour, that aspect of player recruiting goes a lot farther than it does on the PGA tour champions. You go from 44, again, I don't know the number this year, but 44 events, PGA tour events. Yep. let's go to the PGA tour champions. You've got 26, okay. and maybe cap out at 28, mm-hmm. right? So you're going to play one week, maybe a three week stretch, take a week or two off play at an event, take a week off. So the PGA Tour champions players, right, they're going to play more events than the top players, right, naturally, because there's not that many events. So that was a big shift for me coming from the Greenbrier Classic and the PGA Tour to our tours. I don't go out on the range and play a recruit like I did five or six times prior to our event to talk to these guys. So right. our, our tournament, um, I would say, I mean, I, I look at the commit list. I don't have it up in front of me, but I think the last time I checked is I've got a missing four out of the top 36 on the on the last year's Charles nice. Schwab points list, right? That's tremendous. If I had that on the PGA Tour, I'd be doing backflips, right, with, <laughs> right. with that commit list. Yeah. So that's just the difference in the variance of these guys want to play. These guys aren't overloaded with events. And, and you're going to get the top names on our tour. The, the fringe players, as you guys know, is Phil Mickelson, yep. right? Yep. Steve Stricker, mm-hmm. Davis Love the Third, VJ Singh. They're doing this back and forth. Even Jerry Kelly, I think, played in one or yep. two PGA Tour events where they typically play in the event that there's not a PGA Tour Champions event, right? Mm-hmm. So those are some of the fringe players that, that we pay attention to specific for, for Mitsubishi electric classic. You know, our event the last several years was the week after Well, that's Hilton head. Yeah. Well, Davis love the third is not going to not play Hilton. Head. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I've never had Davis love the third, right? Hopefully this year with the date change, he looks at the schedule and goes, I'm going to Atlanta. Sure. Right. Steve Stricker, for some reason, and he's one of my favorites, right? You talked about not having favorites. He's my guy. For some reason, I love Steve Stricker. Um, 
it just hasn't worked in his schedule that that when he was eligible eligible to compete, he has not played in our event. So that's because he was in a he played Augusta. The there week before, go. right? So there you go. he's yeah. worn out. That goes, <laughs> exactly. that, that goes for Fred Couples. Fred yeah. Couples walking exactly. up and down those hills. It's hard on his back, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. He's True. played here once. So there's there's those one-off scenarios that um, are typically that top-tier marquee player player uh, that we pay attention to, and I make sure I have a conversation with. But I'm not recruiting. I'm not yeah, recruiting on, on this tour. Yeah. Yeah, that's well, that's got to be a welcome change, right? I mean, and, and I'm, oh. I'm I'm not saying for better or worse, but again, it's more. No, it's for uh, better. <laughs> okay, all right. I, yeah, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you say that. Yeah, but that's got to be uh, you know kind of a breath of fresh air, right? And and not to say that you're not hustling and and it's still not a grind, but you know, it, again, it's more. You know, as I'm kind of hearing you talking, it's it's hey, how do I how do I make this an event that you want to come to? as opposed to trying to, you know, I, I need to entice you or take you away from something else uh, to get you over here, right? What are you giving up to come to me versus, hey, this right. is an event that you, you, you know, you're, you may have that you should have the time, right? And we're going to put on a, a class act event that you're going to want to participate in. So, yeah. No, yeah. I hope that answers your question. There is a variance between the two. And and it's been a welcome, uh, uh, welcome uh, change of pace on this tour because I don't have to go out and grind and, and put myself out there to, to try to recruit recruit sure. well, the Brooks Kepkas or the you know yeah it brings us to our next point. There's no gotcha questions about your current role. So who was the biggest pain in the on your past role? I'm just kidding. No, don't answer that. Don't answer that. You want me to, no, I won't answer that. <laughs> Listen, and Dan doesn't count. You can't talk about Dan on the show in front of Dan. That's, we'll do that after the show behind his back. question's off limits. Exactly. Now, I do have one, though. So, if this was the PGA Tour, Cal would talk the entire time about uh, Adam Scott. But because it's the Champions Tour, do you have any good Jimenez stories? I wish I had a cigar. I mean, I should have a cigar going right now because that is, I could go and just follow that dude around. <laughs> Ola. I could follow that dude around the whole time. Anytime I've ever been to a golf tournament that he's there, it's just, that dude is just, I don't know what it is. It's it's just the package, man. That dude, He is the complete package of what, he's the epitome of like what people think, and I don't mean this in like a golfers aren't really snobs and the old school thing back in the day, but like he's exactly what people frame golfers up to be in in my mind, and and I mean that in a positive way. So so if you, if you're gonna ask um, about Miguel, and he is the most interesting man in golf, I will say that. Um, and I, I don't think this is out of, out of balance here, but I did not see this firsthand, but he is one of our brand ambassadors, uh, at Mitsubishi That's Electric right. yep. and, and one, he was invited to a uh, client event and he was, you know, a Mitsubishi electric has a bunch of customers there and, and, uh, it was kind of a cocktail dinner type of setting. And Miguel, uh, you know, everybody's looking at the clock. They've got. They've got his wine, his favorite wine that he likes, you know, the setting, the vibe is all set just to make it a great experience for the customers and just, just planned it out to the T. And so Miguel shows up about 20 minutes late, right? When he was supposed to show up. So Miguel comes in and 
everybody's nervous. Like what, what happened? Why was it delayed? And, and he comes in and he's, you know, he's kind of in a bad mood, right? Really bad mood and rough and, you know, tough. And so, Oh, Hey Miguel, how you doing? Hand him a glass of wine. And this is an outdoor patio setting before they go in and transition into dinner. And he's takes the glass of wine. <clears throat> oh, spits it out. Oh, wow. Spits it out in front of everybody. He goes, what, what is this? What, what is this? And then everybody is on, on eggshells, right? Cause it's Miguel. Right. This is the man. This is the, well, he then burst into laughter saying, I'm so sorry, guys. I am late. Anybody want a cigar? He brought his own cigars oh and just, just set, just oh turn the whole thing around. So <laughs> that that's a classic Miguel where uh, great guy, great humor. There is a little bit of a language barrier, but he picks sure. up on more than what you think. Yeah. Right. And just great with customers, great with customers. So Miguel is Miguel special and, and, um, He's awesome. He's it's like real. it's like in that moment somebody probably lost their job, and 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 then he probably you know corrected it you know within a within a certain time frame and then got a promotion. Exactly. Oh, oh, by the way, congratulations, Monty. Congratulations, Monty, the executive director. Perfect. Oh, that is so good. Yeah, I mean, so many stories I hear about that dude. But uh, yeah, but you see, you got Watson coming daily. Miguel's Accepted again, Langer Singh. You mentioned he's accepted. Uh, David Toms is accepted, and, and all past winners. So, uh, you know, I mean, th this is—I I mean, it's the who's who of the Champions Tour. Right? I mean, mm -hmm. I don't know where you're going to go and find a better field. It's—it's it's interesting because I—I was—I was talking about this end of last week that our 2021 player field is going to be amazing, and the reason why I say that is. You know, Ernie Ells turned uh, 50 at the end of 2019. Didn't have a chance to compete mm. at our event. And he'll, you know, mm. Ernie Ells is coming uh, this year. So wow. you've got a lot of players, Mike Weir, KJ Choi, these guys that over a two-year period of time, all of these great names turned 50 and are now competing on our, on our tour where our fan base here locally, our clients, our sponsors, our pro-am participants – are now going to see this big influx of great players coming onto our tour. So you're right. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And, and you know, the big well, question. Scott McCarran. I mean, it's like, I mean, you, you, yeah. I mean, you can't, you can't stop at the, I mean, it's like, you know, and I can remember a time when I, you know, I would, and, and I'm you know, probably, I guess, dating myself. Right. But I'd look through the, uh, what is now the champions tour. And I'm like going, okay, I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is because believe it or not, I mean, there are a lot of golfer, I shouldn't say a lot, but there are plenty of golfers that they don't play the PGA tour. Maybe they played corn Ferry or something where they didn't have an, they, they didn't have, you know, that they, they just couldn't, couldn't make it to the, to the PGA tour. But you know, once they hit 50, well, now they're competing at a different level, a different class. So you do wind up with a lot of, I'll say, you know, foreign names in a sense of, you know, they didn't have that marquee PGA tour, uh, uh, experience and, you know, you, you so it's kind of flipping through, but today, I mean, you flip through the roster and it's like, I know that guy and that guy and that guy and look, that guy. I mean, <laughs> it, look at Darren Clark, oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? talking about four, Darren Clark. You look at Colin Montgomery. Yeah. 
you look at Bernhard, who didn't play a lot of PGA Tour events, but is just killing it on our tour. Mm -hmm. These are all names, and I'm, I'll date myself. I'm 41 years old. When I transitioned on to the PGA Tour Champions to be the tournament director back in 16, half of the field, if not over half the field, I grew up on the PGA Tour with, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Steve Stricker, right? Sure. Davis Love the Third. These were all the more on the regular tour, and I have an opportunity to go ahead and see them still compete at a high level. And don't get this, I, I, I want to throw this in there. This is not a retirement tour, right? right? I don't care what anybody says. These guys get it. They guys, these guys have been very successful throughout their professional career, right? But you can't turn the switch off from a competitive standpoint. These guys want to beat the daylights out of their competitors week in and week out. And so that's the big misconception, I think, from from a, a golf viewer is, oh, he's 50 years old and he's got 20 million in career earnings. No, 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 no. They want to get the next 20. Yeah. And they want to right. beat whoever they're paired with and they want to win that tournament. So the competitiveness, I, I think, is is just as strong as the regular tour or the foreign fair or wherever they came up from. And another success story is Scott Perel. Uh, Scott Perello grew up in Augusta, Georgia, kind of bounced around on the Corn Ferry and, and, and or Nationwide or Nike Tour whatever, back in the day. And he is absolutely killing it on our tour. So, again, there's there's these guys know how to compete and they know how to they know how to play. But look at your guy Stricker, man, at Waste yeah. Management, uh, what, three, four weeks ago at, at T4, I think, is that, I think he finished at T4. I don't know if it's solo or T, but That's I right. mean, again, still just, uh, you know, still showing up and, and getting it done. I, I would say that yeah, I think you're 100% correct in the sense that I don't think the, the competitiveness, the drive, the passion, the, and the talent doesn't go away. Uh, eh, we're getting a little older, so it's more the mechanics, right? It's the, well, it, it's right. the parts. It's the parts that get a little rusty. Which it's hey, the Tylenol. Yeah. <laughs> Tylenol. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You got, you got that right. Uh, so let's see what uh, a couple other things. That we you probably got better things to do than talk to us. Uh, no, this has been so, great. Thank you. So so, so let's get back to uh, let's get back to TPC Sugar Life. So. And and I don't I don't want to go through a whole logistics run, uh, but if I'm remembering correct, how how am I getting to not where it's in Duluth, Georgia, up 85, uh, really easy to get to, you know, high, uh, not a problem there. Am I bussing in to TPC if I'm coming to watch the tournament? No, you can't get through the gate. Okay, so. Uh, no, no, no. I'm, but to get through the gate, I'm saying I have to get on a. I'm getting a on a shuttle bus. bus. And, shuttle oh, bus. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. thought you were saying just the, the bus through the gate. No, no. Oh no, we don't. We don't have a bus yet. But we're working on it. <laughs> so, so logistically, logistically, you park at. Uh, it's right across the street uh, at Infinite Energy Center parking yep. lot. Uh, it's so easy. You park. You get on a bus. It's a five minute ride. You come right in, you get dropped off right behind 18. That's where the majority of the action is. Um, and so it's, it's a, from a patron standpoint, that was one of the, one of the things um, from an enhancement standpoint that when I got here in uh, 16 was looking at how do we go ahead and elevate the guest experience? Well, one of those was uh, I want you to get on a, 
a motor coach. I don't want you to get on a school bus, right? right. I want I want the experience to start off right. Yeah. Uh, and so it's an easy in, easy out. Uh, from a ticketing standpoint, we're going all digital. Uh, so there's no hard tickets this year. That's cool. Uh, again, thank you. The protocols. Thank, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> who You're doesn't welcome. have who doesn't have a cell phone? Correct. And again, you got to remember, I'm not on social media, so this was a hard thing for me to go through. <laughs> oh, so hold on. So, I, I, so we we did say no curveballs, but that, and I I made a note on, on where we'll pick back up. But um, so this might be a little bit of curveball because I've got uh, you probably can't see behind. Well, you can see the yellow flag anyway. But I've got some of my old Masters ticket stubs in there. Uh-huh. So, so what, what am I, what's my memorabilia and, and maybe it's time to move on, but as you, you're not a social media guy. You probably like that paper ticket from a, Hey, I've, I've got, I've got to keep safe. I'm, I'm hanging on to something. What's the, what's the replacement for that of, Hey, here's what I did. So and a great question because I'm, you know, like I said, I'm 41. I grew up, I've been in this business for what, 17, 18 years now. And to be able to have that paper ticket, right? And having that image of the player on Friday, the image of the player on Saturday, um, having a sponsor ticket that has their logo on it with that image of the player. Yeah. I'm a truest when it comes to golf events. And so that was a tough thing to, for me to, and I don't want to say get caught up with the times because we still had the barcodes and we still had all that stuff. But it was a tough thing for me to get past of saying, okay, you're, I'm going to send you your tickets in this really nice box with, with this and that, and here's your credentials, right? It was tough for me to get past that because I'm just like you. How many times do you have a frame of all of the tickets for the master? Sure. You do right there behind you. Right. So, um, you know, the signs of the times is, hey, it's all right here, yeah. right? It's all digital. Um, but you know, I, I still have that old school mentality that hope, hopefully maybe in the, in the future when touching things are not a, uh, taboo anymore, maybe we reintroduce that. Uh, so that's just me. I, I'm kind of like you. I like that tradition yeah. of what's my, what's my ticket hanging off my belt loop with the, with the, you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm with you on that. Yep. Yeah. And, and I'm not even saying like, like I, I, when I said thank you earlier, you know, when you, when you said we're all digital, I like the fact that I don't have to have my ticket at the event, but I still want my ticket kind of, you know, so right. again, I, I, yeah, yeah, for what it's worth. Yeah. yeah it's, it's just, well, it, uh, it, know, there's, it's, there's arguments both ways and, and yeah. this is just so, and it's easier for us. It's cheaper. We're not printing. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, right. but and it's easier to manage for a client. Hey, I've got these tickets. I'm going to send, I'm going to send two to Dan, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know how I got left out on that. <laughs> we'll talk offline. We'll talk offline. <laughs> we'll catch up. I got uh, left out. That's right. That's right. All right. So, so, so I hey, catch me up. Yeah. If you don't mind. So, so I, I derailed us there. Uh, I'm, I'm uh, infamous for doing that. I like to send things off, you know, to who knows where. And then, and then see, it's like, um, it's like podcast bingo. It's like, uh, you know, where, where do we wind up next? No, but so you, you were talking about, so we went from school buses, we're on, we're on 
coach buses now. We're getting shuttled in. Uh, you did some relocating for the 18th green and kind of the fan experience. And and one of the questions that I, I wanted to ask, I'm just going to piggyback on that, and then then I'll, I'll turn you loose again. Uh, but it's it it's how do you if you look at a golf tournament, you you you've got it. You're you're involved or directing a golf tournament, and you step back and excuse me, but you're like, holy shit, we knocked that one out of the park. Right. I mean, we want that was that was a great event. But, you know, it's just it's just like it's it's business. Right. And it's never status quo is never good enough. And it's OK. How do we get to uh, what's next? And, and you kind of hit some, you know, at the beginning that we, when we open this up, it's like, OK, well, uh, let's get you on a coach. Let's make you feel like, you, you know, you're, you're coming into the club. You need to be here. You want to be here and you want to come back. How do you start to uh, elevate the experience for, you know, the fan? I'm there to watch golf, but there's a lot. I don't want to say downtime, but, you know, you're, you're going to show up and spend, you know, four, five, six, seven hours at a tournament. I mean, there, there's lots of lots of filler time there. Yeah, good question. And, and there's one I want to I want to segment that into two different ways. Right. You just hit on the point where it's the experience. There's some things, and I'll use other sporting events to kind of hit home on my point. I grew up a Syracuse fan. I had the pleasure of watch, being in the Carrier Dome for, for many games against Syracuse and Georgetown, sitting way behind the curtain, just getting a core view of it. I was in the building, right? Right. I was in the building, whether it was a blowout right. or it was a last-second shot. My wife and I had the pleasure of, of being at the last Atlanta Falcons game, the NFC championship game down at the Superdome, right? Or not the Superdome, the um, Georgia Dome. Mercedes, Mercedes. Mercedes. Well, not Mercedes. The Georgia Dome. Okay, it was Georgia. Georgia Dome, right? Mm -hmm. The last game. That was an unbelievable experience. <laughs> it didn't matter what the event organizers did to create the experience. I was in the building there experiencing it. Right. So there's one piece of it where if you're not there in a live sporting event, it doesn't matter if it's a hole in one or it's a three man playoff or four man playoff for the championship to try to try to take home that trophy, whether it's a here's another experience. Right. Somebody came up to me two weeks ago and said I was on the, the, the program days and Miguel. Right. Miguel noticed my son's jersey, who's 12 years old asked him to walk inside the ropes the entire <laughs> hole on 15, right, on 15, and was just bantering back and forth because he was wearing a, a Falcons jersey or something like that. Picked right. him up. Well, that kid the following year wore the same jersey, and he recognized him again. <laughs> in. So those are the experiences that I, as the event organizer, cannot create. You have to be there. Right. Yeah. So the experiences that we do create outside of the ropes is we look at everything, whether it's F and B menus, uh, concession menus, whether it's the adaptive golf, youth day, um, things of that nature that enhance the things that are outside of tournament play. Right. But I keep going back. It doesn't matter how well we set things up outside the ropes. It's the experiences of that being there in the moment, sitting in the 18th green skybox as a sponsor, watching Scott McCarron get his championship in 2019. Like right. they're talking about that. Yeah. So there's a balance of, we can only take it so far, but that live, live sporting event experience 
and those one-offs, those go a lot further than anything that we can set up. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm going to need to know the specifics on that jersey, by the way. Yeah. Cal's pretty short. Well, are you going to wear it? Yeah, Cal's pretty short. <laughs> Absolutely. Of course I'm going to wear it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I may even buy one for each day. That way I've got a clean one out to walk. Dude, yeah. But isn't that a great story? It's a great story. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 and the father came up to me and he goes, it's unbelievable. You know what? I bought him another jersey for 2021 because he's outgrown the other one just so he can wear the yeah. same jersey and we can be placed in the same spot. That's awesome. and, and it's things that you, you know, I mean, it's, it, but so, so th- those are memories, right? Yeah. That, that was it, was it haphazard or happenstance that it, that that occurred? Yes. But are there things like that that occur around the golf course over multiple days, over multiple golf courses, over mul- multiple years? And the answer to that is also yes. So it's, you know, it's, it's like, oh, the kid got lucky. I don't know. The first time he put himself in a position to get lucky after that. Now it's strategic and I'm going to make sure I'm in that spot every time. Right. Very so. cool. But he was there. Yeah, he was there. And that's that's the yeah. big thing about live sporting events is. And again, I'm not dodging the question of what we're doing. Or, no, yeah. that's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. We've we've all been to live sporting events. If you're not there, you can't experience it. You can't tell that story. You can't if you're playing in the pro am. Right? I played with yes for part of it. Right? Great experience. You if you're not there and you're not participating, you can't tell that. You can't yeah. tell that. Yeah. Story. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, all right, so let's stay in the let's stay on the course. So you got something new coming up this year, and um, it's called the Perch. Uh, you're partnered with a couple. I'm, I hope I'm using the right terminology, but you, you've got a couple of uh, a couple of local breweries. Uh, we got mm-hmm. Stillfire Brewing and Slow Pour. Uh, I think they're both Gwinnett breweries. I know one's in Lawrenceville. I don't know. I'm not exactly one's sure. One's in Swanee. In Swanee, okay. So both Gwinnett breweries, and uh, and you got your own beer being made, man. That's pretty awesome. Or, or they're brewing something exclusive for uh, for the tournament, right? They are, they are, and and I haven't tried it yet. Uh, I, I, they they haven't. I, I do like beer, uh, but I don't know. Uh, <laughs> When I said I like beer, I could have taken that political, but I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, Monty, excuse me. This is not a, this is not a political show. This is about having fun and, uh, you know, booze and sports. So there you go. I like beer. Uh, but anyways, so still fire, slow pour, (laughs) um, great partners, access companies, which is, which is basically throwing their name on the perch. It's the Mm -hmm. perch presented by access companies. Okay. Uh, great company. Uh, the the CEO and owner of Axis Companies is big into craft brew, and so what we ended up doing was when we sat down and said, "Okay, where is this going to take place, and how do we go ahead and make this unique?" Uh, the first thing was was how do we get craft brewing into this venue? So it's a very affordable price point. You get two tickets to to test. Oh. Um, a beer uh, in the venue. Uh, they give you a, basically two free drinks, uh, and and so that that was the whole concept was how do you get that demographic of not sixty five and older, right? How do you get that our age group and younger to try to figure out? Hey, watch golf on a great par three hole over the water. Go ahead and experience the the still fire and slow pour uh, experience, and again about that experience you're getting to watch great golf 
you're trying some new craft brew. There is one, um, and I don't know what the name is of it yet. I should have I should have researched and checked with the folks before I called you. But um, so one of them, there is a one beer. of them is, is a, a that's going to be created. Yeah, one one's like a par, th- uh, like a short par three, and then you the have other more info one. Than I <laughs> Yeah, I think I think it's it is so. I think Stillfire is. Uh, I think it's a short par three, and then uh, Slowpour. I believe is. Uh, it's like life is easy, something along those we, lines. We, so we were ish. trying. We, we were trying uh, beginning of last year to try to have a Hoppy Gilmore. Oh, that'd be cool. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> but I don't know. It, it never never took off. <laughs> No trade, no trademark issues there. Uh, Dan, Dan and I are professionals at nothing uh, and we don't even pretend to be. So there you go. Uh, so, so hold on. So the perch is going to be a, uh, it's, it's a, I mean, so re- redirect me, but is it a, it's yeah. a VIP experience? Is that? Yes. Yeah. So you can purchase a ticket on our website uh, for one day or for all three days. Uh, it's a, it's, it's not a $20 grounds ticket. I think it's about, a, I think it's $125, uh, for one day, uh, ticket. It gives you the two drink certificates, provides you a lunch, right. That, that we're still working oh, on. From, for, I, I, well, I, I saw the tequila mama, uh, it looks like she, and I don't know if she's still going to be there or not, but, and I don't know who the tequila mama is, but I'm going to find out. <laughs> There you go. And so, so you got the combination of the two. Uh, and if you think about it, if you're going to go to a concession stand, you're going to drop 20, 30 bucks on whatever it is. Uh, and you get access to this venue with TVs and you don't have to, you don't have to leave. You don't have to leave that venue. It's a, it's a par three. The per the whole concept was, and you've played it on the Meadows golf course. It's a long par five, number 10, right? Yeah, yeah. And then number 11 is across the water. Okay. Yeah. So this venue is going to sit right behind the par five green. So you can kind of go around the back of the venue, watch a player put out and then go around to the front of the venue and watch the par three, the entirety of that hole. Oh. Um, and so it's a great location. And we, we've looked at this location for probably two or three years about um, a hospitality venue there. And we finally had the support in, in someone who wanted to do it. It's, it's going to be a great venue. Great venue. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like fun. And that, I mean, to your point, that hole is awesome. You know, watching people come in. Uh, I think most of the guys should be able to get, attempt to go for it in two, depending on, you know, the weather. If, if, if it's uh, what it is, everything's kind of, I would think they'd be, uh, a lot of the folks would be going for that. On that part of five. Yeah. And then, You're uh, right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. Coming up, right, and then yeah. and then great to watch that. Uh, watch that par three coming off. Yeah, so cool, man. Uh, let's see. So yeah, well, the perch. I mean, that's right up my alley. I mean, I pulled it up and I saw a uh, beer and a bird, and I'm like, well, shit, that's our podcast. <laughs> well, you <laughs> like be beer. There. You like beer too. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I mean, alcohol. You know, come on. <laughs> Just but but if we call, I guess we could have called it birdies and beer, but I don't know. Bourbon had a ring to it, man. <laughs> we, we we couldn't pass it up. Uh, so we talked about the partners with the perch and still fire brewing and slow pour, uh, they actually did connect with us on Instagram the other day. So I don't know if you said something or anyway, they, they found us and they said, uh, swing by. So hopefully we'll get, uh, we'll get a sample or two. Um, what did we miss Monty? I know uh, you probably got better things to do, uh, or, or different things to do. 
Um, do you play? Uh, do you play in school? Do you play golf at uh, in college? So I, I actually played college basketball. Basketball. Okay. I was. Uh, I, that was my. That was my first love. In high school, I was actually a better golfer than I was basketball player. Mm. Uh, so I've always played golf growing up, uh, casually. Uh, but basketball was my first love. So there you go. Yeah. Oh, all right. Cool. Uh, so uh, I know that we're talking about golf. Who's your is your pick for uh, the NCAA tournament? Are they still in it? Yeah. So Syracuse. There you go. Okay. All right. We're still dancing, baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, man. Hey, whew, yeah, what a bumpy ride that's been. Uh, yeah, it has been. Uh, let's see. So what do we miss about uh, about Monte Ortel and the Mitsubishi Electric Classic? I think we've covered a lot. I think, um, you know, I, the bottom line is it, I think everybody at this point is looking to get back to live sports and talking with everybody in my business on the golf side, everybody from the baseball side, from you name it. Um, everybody is itching to get back. And I think as we see in our, in our world, things starting to trend in the right right direction from a community standpoint, vaccinations, all that stuff. Um, I think that turnaround is going to be welcomed by all of us. And I think it's, listen, I want to hear a crack of the bat, right? I want to hear the smack of the ball hitting a mitt. Mm -hmm. I want to see golf. I want to hear that ball hitting a pin. Uh, um, So I think everybody's there. And if you look at the, available tickets across the board on whatever sport it is, whether it's limited or full on, which I don't think anybody's full on yet. Tickets are moving off the table, right? There's a pent up demand. And so I I always say, listen, the Mitsubishi electric classic is a fantastic opportunity for folks who love the game of golf, who love to see great golf and see players that, that they recognize and that they grew up watching Come on out! I mean, we, we're 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 ready for you, and uh, we're we're looking forward to hosting you. Very cool. Hey, but what what's uh, capacity wise? Do you got do you know like how many people are coming in yet, or how's that? Yeah, so we so and that's another thing too is we do, uh, and we are limited. Uh, but that being said, we're keeping an eye on uh, what's happening here in the state of Georgia, uh, and we do have a cap, and so that even makes the experience better for those who jump in early to make sure they have a ticket at our event. So, yep. and again, that's not a sales pitch. That's just a reality in the world we're living in today. Yeah, sure. Awesome, Absolutely. man. Uh, let's see. So Dan, I know you got, uh, you had a couple questions. No, you covered everything we had. We covered everything we had. Yeah. I wanted Dan, to hear about him. Miguel. Huh? I thought you were going to throw me a curveball. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> No, hey, he's he's a lefty. Usually, when he throws curveballs, he hits people. Yeah, that's so, true. You know, that's a good one. So yeah. get, get, gets gets a little squirrely. <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, I want to know what do you? I'm I'm sipping on uh, our recent barrel pick. By the way, I need your address so I can send you a bottle uh, for sure. And you're having a single barrel four roses. Is that a store pick or is that hold just? On, a, hold on. Hold oh on. yeah. Okay. Oh. Uh, give me a break. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm sending you an address and I'm sending you a bottle <laughs> and uh, in return. <laughs> I'll, flip, I'll flip it your way. But, but, 
Yeah, work works easy. Works pretty That's easy. Pretty good. So it's it, and funny story about this. Um, we we've got more. Of the oh, so, Monty, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but just so for the folks that are just listening, so so I, I held up a bottle and it had uh, it had our name on it, the Birdies and Bourbon, and uh, not to be outdone, Monty held up the Mitsubishi Electric Classic Four Roses barrel pick. So uh, touche, right. sir. Touche. <laughs> Quick story on this. So we partner with Proof of the Pudding, which is our concessionaire, which does our concessions, hospitality venues, best in the business, and they're they're doing many PGA Tour events these days. Um, and so when I when I approach them about, uh, I, I like to purchase a barrel or two uh, for either gifts or proing gifts, and we we I'd, I'd be interested in that. And Four Roses again no backstory on this was the one that we taste we, we went up there and did taste testing and this that was the one we wanted to get oh man well long story short i presented one of these one of these bottles to the ceo of mitsubishi electric who was over from japan and I blew him away. I was about to say, you just made it. Because if you think we're suckers for bourbon in the U.S., go to Japan, and it is like, I mean, he probably wanted everything you had left. I thought I gave, I, I, it appears that I handed him like a, a million-dollar lotto ticket, winning the yeah. lotto ticket. And, and I'm like, man alive, I walked out of the room, and I said, boy, we really hit it off. <laughs> <laughs> made an impression. Well, come to find out, Four Roses back in, I don't know, uh, early 2000s was purchased by Curran Brewing yeah. Company, which yeah. is a Japan-owned uh, company. Sure. And for years, Four Roses was the echelon of bourbon over in Japan. And so for him to see his logo on a Four Roses, oh, yeah. I just... I, that's awesome. Yeah. Wow. I'm good. That's, yeah. I mean, it's, it definitely got a promotion out of the deal. Just <laughs> there we go again. I, I didn't even do the backstory on that. I just, I just picked it because it was tasting good. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. That's anyway. good. Well, well, Hey, which is the best way to do it, man? I mean, there, you know, people, there, there are uh, bourbon snobs out there or whiskey snobs and you have to do this. You got to take it like that. And you know what? Just drink what tastes good. It's that's easy. Right. That's it's right. easy. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I wish, so, I wish yeah, golf was that easy. I will send this one right here. I will send to you. Yep. A reciprocal, yep. maybe. Yep. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah for, for sure. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll need to connect on uh, on on addresses and such. But yep. uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, Monty, uh, we've kept you over your uh, allotment. I tell you what, I would like to do though uh, is. Um, and I don't know, maybe closer to, or or maybe after the tournament, if there's a little uh, a little download to, uh, you know, maybe talk about how the tournament's going. You know, how how did it go? You know, is there you know, and or what I'd really like to do, since I know you're a bourbon guy now, I'd like to get on and do a blind tasting and let's talk about Greenbrier. Let's talk about some of your past PGA experiences. So if you can take your uh, executive director hat off. And uh, maybe we can, you know, kind of let our hair down a little bit and nothing crazy, but, uh, you know, but, but let's talk about, uh, you know, how did Monty get to where he needed to be, get, where, you know, where, where you got to and, and how you got there. We'd no, love to do that. That'd be great. That'd be great. Love to be back on. Cool. Love to do that. Awesome. Yeah. Great. Awesome, man. Well, I will, uh, I'll send you off with uh, cheers, sir. Here's to a cheers. successful cheers. golf tournament. I'm sure it will be. And we'll look forward to seeing you on the perch. Thank you very much. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you.